This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Today is Monday, June 14th, 2021. On this day in 2015, the body of Dee Dee Blanchard was found in her home. Her daughter Gypsy, along with her boyfriend Nick, were arrested for the murder. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of these crimes, listener discretion is advised. We advise extreme caution for children under 13. Today we're covering the discovery of Dee Dee Blanchard's corpse. After enduring years of physical and psychological abuse, Dee Dee's daughter had her mother stabbed to death. Let's go back to Springfield, Missouri on June 14th, 2015. A forensic photographer captured 48-year-old Dee Dee Blanchard's wounds on film. Close up, they were even more disturbing. The single mother had been stabbed to death in her house. Nobody knew yet how long she'd been lying there, cold, in a pool of her own blood. Investigators hoped her 24-year-old daughter, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, might have some answers, but she was missing. Her disappearance was deeply concerning because Gypsy Rose had always been extremely ill. She depended on her mom to eat, bathe, and use the restroom. Without Dee Dee to care for Gypsy Rose, she was in danger, too. That was the primary reason authorities worked as fast as they possibly could to locate Gypsy Rose. But when the dark truth was finally revealed, nobody believed it, not even those closest to the family. Since birth, Gypsy Rose had been bedridden. Her mother spent her days caring for the child as she supposedly suffered from a collection of serious medical issues. Friends and family only ever heard about how delicate the baby's health was. Dee Dee told everyone Gypsy Rose endured debilitating asthma and had severe allergies. Eventually, Gypsy Rose was believed to have epilepsy, muscular dystrophy, and leukemia. Dee Dee shaved her daughter's hair off and kept her forever bound to her wheelchair. When she was a teenager, Gypsy Rose learned she'd suffered intense brain damage as a baby. Her mother told everyone that her mental development was arrested at age seven. To neighbors and onlookers, Dee Dee was a saint. She gave her whole self to caring for and protecting her daughter. Dee Dee often cashed in on the sympathy and kindness of strangers. Several nonprofit organizations supported the family. Habitat for Humanity provided their house. Other charities offered funds to support treatment or trips. And Dee Dee's community always helped her pay for equipment and material comforts. No one suspected Dee Dee had invented Gypsy's long list of ailments, not even Gypsy Rose herself. 
But the truth was that Dee Dee had been abusing her daughter since before the child took her first steps. Gypsy Rose's illnesses had all been manufactured by her mom. In reality, Dee Dee was the one who needed help. It's suspected she suffered from Munchausen syndrome by proxy, also referred to as Meadows syndrome and factitious or induced illness by carers. This psychological condition causes a caregiver to deliberately make their victim sick. They may do so for sympathy, attention, or financial support. For two decades, Dee Dee relentlessly starved, poisoned, and maimed Gypsy Rose to the point of incapacitation. She even tricked doctors into performing treatments and operations her daughter never needed. Given her life in and out of doctor's offices and hospitals, the child wholeheartedly believed she was paralyzed. Yet the older she got, the more Gypsy Rose yearned for a life of her own. She wanted to meet someone, find romance. She took to secretly using the internet after her mom went to bed. Not long after her 21st birthday, Gypsy Rose met 23-year-old Nicholas Godijohn on a Christian dating site. It was then that she started to unravel the truth about her life. Nick was from Wisconsin. He was autistic and understood Gypsy's social issues, which stemmed from her mother's abuse. Nick and Gypsy Rose quickly hit it off online. They staged an in-person meeting to persuade Dee Dee to allow them to date. But Dee Dee detested Nick from the get-go. She forbade the couple from seeing each other. Gypsy Rose was distraught. They fought for weeks and the abuse escalated. Finally, Gypsy Rose decided the only way to escape her mom was to kill her. She called her boyfriend to see if he'd be willing to help. He was all too enthusiastic. On the night of June 13th, Nick drove back to Springfield and checked himself into a nearby motel. Once Dee Dee was sleeping, Gypsy Rose texted her boyfriend. It was go time. Nick made his way quietly to the house. Upon his arrival, Gypsy Rose handed him a kitchen knife. Then she locked herself in the bathroom and put her hands over her ears. She wondered if Nick would go through with it. Then she heard a scream from her mother's bedroom. Dee Dee called out Gypsy's name several times, but she was too afraid to move. Suddenly, everything went quiet. Coming up, Gypsy Rose pleads guilty to second-degree murder. Hi, listeners. It's Carter from ParCast, and I am thrilled to tell you about a new limited series I'm posting just in time for Father's Day. It's called Devious Dads, and it introduces you to some of the most feared, fraudulent, and fatal fathers in history. Every Sunday on Spotify, discover the men who started out as role models and ended up becoming real-life criminals. Like Wall Street financier Bernie Madoff, whose billion-dollar Ponzi scheme destroyed countless families, including his own. Or Marvin Gaye Sr., whose envy and resentment towards his son's successful music career drove him to murder. 
Each episode of Devious Dads has been handpicked from shows across the ParCast network, shining a light on the men who are far more wicked than wise. This summer, catch a glimpse of the frightening side of fatherhood. Follow the Spotify original from ParCast, Devious Dads. Listen free only on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now back to the story. On June 14, 2015, the body of 24-year-old Gypsy Rose Blanchard's mother was found. Gypsy Rose had her boyfriend, Nick Godijohn, brutally murder Dee Dee, who'd been holding her daughter captive for decades. When the screaming stopped on the night of the murder, Nick moved to the bathroom where Gypsy Rose had been hiding. Her knight in shining armor, he took her to her room to celebrate. The couple had sex. Later, Nick would claim the act was consensual, but Gypsy Rose said she asked him to stop, and he refused. Afterward, they packed some of Gypsy's possessions and drove north to start their happily ever after. Meanwhile, Dee Dee's body was discovered by neighbors. As the investigation revealed more about the victim and her daughter, many realized that Dee Dee was not the woman they thought she was. Dee Dee's stepmom emerged to inform police that she too spent almost a year in Dee Dee's care. She said her stepdaughter poisoned her with weed killer. Other relatives surfaced to voice their suspicions that Dee Dee even starved her own mother to death. When questioned about her relationship with her daughter, family members said Gypsy Rose was the real victim. Gypsy Rose's grandparents confessed they never believed their granddaughter would reach adulthood. She was born a few weeks early, which Dee Dee claimed caused Gypsy's brain damage. Convinced the girl had sleep apnea, Dee Dee took the baby to the hospital for tests. Doctors found no evidence of the disorder. Still, Dee Dee refused to accept the lack of diagnosis. She insisted her child had a chromosomal issue. New phantom ailments cropped up and Dee Dee removed Gypsy Rose from school. She claimed to have lost the girl's medical records in floods caused by Hurricane Katrina. Eventually, doctors gave in to Dee Dee and operated on her girl, even when she exhibited no symptoms. Dee Dee had her daughter's salivary glands removed, a feeding tube implanted, and her eyes operated on. She also ordered tests to see why Gypsy Rose was paralyzed from the waist down, even though she actually wasn't immobile. Dee Dee didn't stop at poison, starvation, or beatings. She also chained Gypsy Rose to her bed and tied bells to her bedroom door. There was no way out. 
Through it all, daughter and mother remained inseparable. According to Gypsy, one was never in a good mood without the other. But once she was sentenced, Gypsy Rose discovered the opposite to be true. She was better off without her mom. In 2016, 27-year-old Gypsy Rose pleaded guilty to second-degree murder. She was sentenced to 10 years behind bars for her part in the killing. She'll be eligible for parole in 2024. In 2019, 29-year-old Nicholas Godijan was sentenced to life in prison. Perhaps predictably, Gypsy Rose thrived behind bars. Though she remains locked up, she said she has more freedom now than she experienced under her abusive mother's watch. She's taking GED courses. Maybe it's no real surprise that Gypsy Rose is happier now. If asked to choose between a life in prison or a life with her mom, she said she'd pick jail. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Paul Liebeskin, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Trent Williamson, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by John Levinson, with writing assistance by Terrell Wells, and fact-checking by Haley Milliken. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Hey there, Carter again. As we close out, here's a reminder to check out my new ParCast limited series, Devious Dads. For 10 weeks, we're exposing the men who are far more flawed than fatherly, ruining anyone who stood in their way, even their own families. Follow Devious Dads free only on Spotify. Spotify.